giving a speech is an art. This is my firm belief. It's an art like singing or dancing. It's the creation of a moment that has an impact on those who present and those who partake. When we're faced with the most important speech that we have to give, we need to have that same grace that comes only from lots of preparation and an acute understanding of how to build on the basics. Today, we're going to talk about the most important speech you have to give and what I think it is in the Toastmasters Pathway Education Program. Do you need to give an important speech? Whether it's a keynote, a commemoration, or a quick bridal toast, Toastmasters can help you. In one hour a week, we can teach you the skills you need to create a memorable presentation to achieve your goals. This is Toastmasters 101 Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Cradgey. I don't want to say it's a stereotype, but we've learned to recognize that look. It's a man at a certain age who comes to Toastmasters because his daughter is getting married. He knows he needs to give a toast at the wedding reception, and he knows he needs to do it well. It may not be the most important speech of his career, but to him, it's the most important speech of his life. His daughter certainly thinks so. Here's another. We don't want to call it a stereotype, but we see this. The young professional who wants to move up in their career. They see that upcoming work presentation as a make or break critical point before their bosses and their peers. It may not be the most important speech of their lives, but right now, nothing else comes close. Here's another one. Not a stereotype, mind you. But the successful midlife person who has a lot to share, but can't seem to make the words work for them, or they're afraid of that stage, but they have a need to get their message out into the world. To them, the most important speech that they have to give is on a TED stage or a keynote before their fellows in their field. What's your most important speech? Since speech is like singing or dance, it's a performance and you want to do it right. You want to do it well. You want to do it perfectly. And if there's one thing any speaker, Toastmaster or not, can tell you is there is no perfect speech. Every speech actually has three iterations. There's the speech you prepare, there's the speech you gave, and then there's the speech you wish you'd given. Regardless of how often you practice, something will happen. You'll either stumble in some small way that probably nobody else is going to notice, or you will be in the middle of the speech and something will click. The audience's chuckle or a nodding agreement, and you'll find that key you wished you'd thought of three weeks ago when you first started writing this presentation. It always happens. Just put money on it. When you're giving a speech, when you want to do it well, you have to prepare. Preparation must include understanding rhetoric, building good content, and a clear goal for the speech before you even begin practicing. Let's talk about each of those. I'm sure all cultures have some great teaching that has come down through history that explains what we call rhetoric, the art of public speaking. Technically, rhetoric is the art of persuasive speaking, but I'm going to say that pretty much all public speaking is persuasive to some degree. I mean, why are you saying anything if it's not to convey a message and to ask your listener to agree with you, at least respond to you in some way that helps you develop your message? Rhetoric is the backbone of our communication. 
And we have some ways that have come down over thousands of years, techniques that have not changed. For example, repetition. I'm not sure why somebody landed on three as the best number of times to repeat your message, but you know what I mean. Take a look at the historic speeches that we still have recorded, and you'll see that repetition is the key component. From Socrates to Jesus to Shakespeare to Abraham Lincoln to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., each of their great speeches uses repetition to make their points. Now, they're not trying to hammer down on their audience, but they want to drill down that message into their listeners' minds. Humans respond to repetition. And repetition comes in many ways, some of them subtle, some of them not. Jesus said, blessed are, nine times in a row in one of his speeches. Martin Luther King said, I have a dream, nine times in a row. But there are other ways to repeat yourself, such as President John F. Kennedy's inaugural speech. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Ask opens his sentences, but see how he flips it around when he tells us what to do? Repetitious? Yes. Effective? Incredibly. Working with words to make them effective, to make them poetic in a way that captures our listeners' ears and attention, that takes time to develop. It's not the work of the night before. Recently, I was listening to Speak Up Storytelling, a podcast by Matthew Dix. I've mentioned him here on this podcast before. He's an award-winning storyteller whose book, Storyworthy, I've recommended on this podcast. He mentioned on a recent podcast that he is also a wedding music DJ in the U.S. That's the person who serves as a type of master of ceremonies and provides the music for the party after a wedding. He said he often has to coach the best man through the bridal toast, and he has three simple suggestions. Tell a story about the groom to make the audience laugh. Tell a story about the bride that makes the audience say, aww, and then tell a story about them together. Voila, instant bridal toast. And you know, I think that that's brilliant advice. But it's actually too late if the advice is being given by the DJ 15 minutes before the toast is supposed to go off. See, there's not enough time to develop content in 15 minutes. There may be time to recall and tell a story, but will it be a good story? Is it the best story? Will it be what you need? Will you accomplish your goal in 15 minutes? For your most important speech, if you really think it's that critical, you're not going to spend 15 minutes. You're going to spend 15 hours. You'll use whatever it takes to craft it so it's right for your audience. In podcasting, we have a general rule of thumb that every minute of time on the final broadcast has taken four to 10 minutes in preparation, editing, and production work. I find that to be accurate. I know that the speeches and the podcasts I want to be the best are going to take time to prepare and practice. When you're looking at your most important speech, we've talked about preparation. We've talked about using rhetoric like repetition. We can talk about the modes that we use the ethics, or the character of ourself as a speaker, or the character of the audience, the logical reasons for our message and how they impact us, our emotional engagement, how do we feel, how our audience feels, and how will they feel in the future. Don't skip these classics. Even if you have deep, complicated, data-driven presentation, 
Using each of these appropriately will make your most important speech the best one your audience has ever heard. That's why I think the most important speech project that Toastmasters has is called Persuasive Speaking in the Presentation Mastery Path. This speech project only appears once in the entire Toastmasters Pathways program, which if anyone over at Toastmasters International is listening, I think that's a mistake. I think that this should be a required speech for every member. It's certainly the one that we need to do again and again. These skills are the key components to successful public speaking content development. We don't talk very much about content development in Toastmasters, and I think we should talk more. I think in an effort to avoid causing offense and in respect to the speaker, Toastmasters presumes that they know what they're talking about and that we don't need to spend time on it after the level one researching and presenting your topic project. The basic research skills create a basic speech. When you want to go deeper, you need more than basics. When you are giving your most important speech, basic should not be your goal. You need to aim higher. You may be presenting that data-driven speech, but your goal isn't just to inform, it's to persuade your audience that you're credible, that your information is correct, and the emotional story behind those numbers and those charts and those statistics is valuable. The Persuasive Speaking Project training does cover this well. I went back today and reviewed the training that this project presents, and again, I was full of respect for the information how it was provided to us in this training. I don't think it's a secret that presentation mastery is the most commonly recommended path to members. Toastmasters International CEO Daniel Rex has said so in a speech. At the time, he also acknowledged that it was not the most popular, but I believe this speech project should be available to everyone in Toastmasters. In fact, I'm part of a rather vocal group that wants to see some changes in pathways. I would like to see some basic speeches done once and then never again. This is not one of those speeches. This should be a part of every path. This is just my opinion, but when you're giving your most important speech, you want the training for that most important speech that Toastmasters covers. This is it. If you've got an important speech coming up, whatever it is, whether or not you're that certain aged man or that young professional or that middle life person who wants to stand up on this TED stage, consider joining Toastmasters. You can find a club at toastmasters.org. There's a link there to help you find a club near you or find a club that meets at a time that's convenient for you. May I ask you a question? How has Toastmasters changed your life? Would you be willing to share that with me and with others? What has happened to you because you're a Toastmaster? I can say one thing for sure. I wouldn't be hosting this podcast. If you're willing to share your story, would you reach out to me on the Facebook Toastmasters 101 podcast page? Or you can leave a message here at Toastmasters101.net slash 84 in the comments. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. We'll see you again next time on Toastmasters 101 Podcast.